Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the revolution. We've picked up a pirate radio signal. Oh, hello. You wanted it. Thank you for being here. We delivered it. What are you waiting for? This show is already starting off terribly. Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. Don't be so obnoxious. (laughs) For over 16 years, we are the voice of outdoor radio and the pulse of a nation. Please keep your volume to a minimum. Let's crank it up! Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. Booyah! Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hey now. <laughs> Woo! Hey now. Hey now. Da, 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 da. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the way Jimbo just looked at me totally creeped me out. <laughs> I, so we were talking wild outdoors with this sexy. This is fun music. Yeah. Kind of makes like uh, the outdoors sexy. Makes again. you want to move. I'd like to see you dance, Jimbo. I'm going to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? He's gonna move. Moving. Oh, oh, moving, not dancing. All right, you so missed that one. I did miss that Over one. Your head. I miss a lot of Jimbo's jokes. <laughs> All right, so we are talking wild outdoors on this week's show. Joining us is Mrs. Bunny. All right, Fred Eichler, as well as Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny, you are coming yep. by. Yep. Actually, coming by, you're here. Yep. Uh, Fred Eichler, due to quarantine and everything else. He's just going to call us. Yep. Uh, everything Eichler, he is the host of that alongside Michelle, their amazing boys. Uh, Tim McWelch. Got a new book. Got a new book out about tying knots. Why not? There you go. I knew there was a good joke in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVries, host of Origins, going to be giving us some springtime. He's a chancellor tips. of some university. <laughs> DeVry. University? DeVries. Is it an online university? Is that yeah, like, like out of Arizona online. or something maybe? Yeah. Well, that guy's from Arizona. It's there not even spelled the same. It's not even pronounced the same. <laughs> Singular. Yeah, DeVry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to talk about in this uh, show? Field judging spring bears. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. All right, let's get to Mrs. Bunny. Wild Outdoors is on the revolution with Jim and Trav. All systems are go. Now, here she is, Mrs. Bunny, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. All right, now, Mrs. Bunny. Yes. You're good at judging things, yes. especially people's character like Jimbo. Exactly. He is so shady. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right, anyways, field judging spring bears, yeah. what do we need to know? Okay, so uh, I'm not exactly sure why it is that bears don't seem to get the recognition that other big game animals do, because just not a, not nearly as many people hunt spring bears or even fall. Why is there a mouse trap? sorry, right by my foot? <laughs> Did you do that? I said rats. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, I, sorry, Mrs. Bunny, there is a mouse trap right by my feet. Okay. Okay. They well, don't get the recognition they deserve. No, they don't. But I mean, I mean, spring gobblers kind of steal the show. But there's a, a, nearly a dozen states that you, maybe ten or so that you can hunt spring bears in. The difficult part about um, bear hunting is field judging your bears, especially if there aren't any more bears to compare each other against, or if you don't have a barrel like a bait barrel to um, compare them against. So, okay, so most people are going to use that bear versus barrel method, where when you're baiting, if you look and the bear is at the top near the top rung of the barrel, you know it's a 
shooter, if it's back is even with the top of the barrel, you know it's an awesome one. You should be already pull the trigger. And if it's beyond that, you've got a monster. And if you don't pull the trigger, you're an idiot. Uh, beyond that, though, if you don't have anything else to measure up against, it can be tough. So you have to look at different characteristics of bears in order to be able to do so. The first thing you're going to look at is body clues. Number one being um, the legs, how far apart they look. Big bears will have big chests and thus their legs are going to be set further apart. So the more daylight you can see between those front legs, it's a good thing. If you are shooting at a bear where the legs almost touch, you know that it is a telltale sign that it's probably young. Um, big bears also will appear kind of short and stumpy because their legs will be dwarfed by their chests and their bellies. And so if you're shooting a bear with long legs, you're likely also shooting a young bear. A young bear. Uh, the ears on a large bear should look small and more on the side of their head um, because their head is so large, it dwarfs the size of their ears. So if you are shooting or aiming at a bear where their ears look kind of large and like on top of their head, like maybe a German shepherd. If it looks like a jackrabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very old. You're lo- yeah, you're shooting a younger bear. Uh, another telltale sign, and it's not always going to happen, but if it's an older bear and it's a boss bear, it will likely have scars somewhere. So if you're looking through your binoculars, look for anything where scars and things along with all of the other things that you're looking at, the body characteristics. Okay, the next is attitude. Big old bears are going to be cranky, ill-tempered. They're going to be... Kind of like are you Jimbo, describing right? Jimbo? <laughs> His ears are low, hanging on the side. I have a thigh gap. A of- <laughs> yeah, he's got a big thigh gap. He's got okay. stumpy legs. Uh, anyways, uh, boss bears, they're not going to be the ones that are going to slink around. They're going to walk around like they own the joint. So if you're aiming at a bear that is constantly looking over its shoulder, if it's looking like it's timid or fearful, there's likely a bigger bear around that has been whomped on by once or twice. So if you hold out, there's a possibility that you could find that large larger bear. Um, The other thing is ground shrinkage. You can judge by things in the environment. You can judge against each other. You can judge however you want to. But despite your best judging efforts, there's likely to be ground shrinkage, just like there is with deer, elk, anything else. So that's with any animal. Don't disappoint it. Be, uh, enjoy the hunt that you've done. Be proud of the animal that you've tagged, regardless of size. The one thing I will tell you about field judging when you have two bears, if you don't have a barrel or something to judge against, um, Judging size against two isn't always the best. Um, you could have two small bears. You could have two small bears, and you're just going to end up shooting the bigger of two small bears, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to have some sort of measure to be able to look at those body characteristics and stuff and find which one is truly bigger. And if it's, um, make sure it's not a really young one, I guess is what I'm saying. So. Well, I'm going to tell you, when you're out there hunting in the woods, I don't care who you are, any bear looks big. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, because yeah, we don't hunt bear that often. No, we, but when you're on the ground and you're like, spot, you know, you're out elk hunting or yeah. something. And you come across the bear. I don't care how big it is. It just, it feels big. You know, I, I had this problem. You were talking about the barrel uh, when I was up in Manitoba. And, uh, boy, here comes this bear down through the wood. Didn't go close to the barrel. Or say the barrel gets knocked over. Yeah. yeah. But one thing that I noticed that, that wasn't in your notes is the fact that when they are a big bear, get they are very pigeon Yeah. And so they kind of have this waddle walk with their toes pointing to one another. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Miss yep. Bunny, is that him? That's it, boys. Good tips. What Get is, out there. What you know is, the best part about bear hunting? What's that? Is that with the social distancing guidelines, I can guarantee you that no one's going to want to be within six foot of a bear, right? And so if you are in bear camp, <laughs> yeah, that is, you're oh, in a good place. You're in a good place. You're in a good that, place. Bunny, that is great advice. Right. All right. So uh, what is probably... The easiest state to get tags for in the spring. Oh, man, I don't know. You know, Colorado's closed now in the spring. They don't do it anymore because it was banned by non-hunters or 
yeah, you know, yeah. extremists. So there's a lot of different states. Um, you can do Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, Arizona. A lot of good places. There's there's several out there. I can't remember. There's Just a few more than, than check that. Check the but. travel restrictions. Yeah. See what's available. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we got to get to a break. Coming up next. Hey, we've got uh, Fred Eichler. That's right. we got Mr. Fred Eichler. He is the man with the plan and the co-host, really co-host, uh, Everything Eichler. Sportsman Channel Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. He is on deck. Mrs. Bunny, this was some solid advice. You betcha, boys. I'll talk to you later. All right, Mr. Fred Eichler, coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav on the radio, not enough? Well, then check out JimandTrav.com. Jim's blog, Trav's take, show archives, buy or bust, and tons and tons of expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will be right back. If you can dream it, Backyard Ready can help you do it. With expert tips, product reviews, and trend-setting new ideas in outdoor living. It's all at GameAndFishMag.com slash Backyard. Come see the Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles designed for conquering extreme terrain at YamahaOutdoors.com today. Proven off-road features include factory-installed worn winch, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. The Yamaha XTR line. Realize your adventure today at YamahaOutdoors.com. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's knows there's one moment you can't afford to miss this camping season. Before the sun rises, the campfires, or even the starry skies, it's time to gear up. Come in and explore at the Camping Classic at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, our biggest camping sales event of the season. Hundreds of items on sale, including top brands like Ascend and Cabela's. Check out our lower prices on kayaks and save up to 40% on Eclipse tents. Your adventure starts here. Shop in-store or online. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air and Wild Outdoors this week. Now kicking off a two-parter with Fred and Michelle Eichler, hosts of Everything Eichler on Sportsman Channel, Sundays 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking wild outdoors on this week's show. And before the break, we had Mrs. Bunny on. Had some great information for us. But right now, one of our favorite guests on the uh, Revolution with Jim and Trav is Fred Eichler. One of our favorite guests, husband, that is. That is uh, Fred Eichler, <laughs> the host of Everything Eichler on Sportsman Channel. Sundays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Literally the best family in the outdoors. Mr. Fred, how's it going, buddy? What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> doing well. You know, uh, when last we talked, I think you were down in... Uh, uh, New Mexico hunting uh, elk, but now it's yes, sir. is spring turkey, isn't it? Oh, it is spring turkey, and we're having a blast. Uh, took Michelle out the other day with the horses, and and uh, she grew up competing, jumping, and doing all that good stuff. So she's super comfy with the horses, and uh, so we went out and cruised around, calling off the horses. Uh, finally, struck a couple gobblers, slipped out, tied the horses up, and uh, she made a heck of a shot with a four ten. Holy, Holy cow! I didn't know people still hunt turkeys with a four ten. These new guns with the chokes and and some of this new sh- turkey shot they have, it's like I'm getting old now, so it's like a 12 gauge was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know when I when I first started hunting turkeys, it was 10 gauge all the way. If you didn't have that, you couldn't get a turkey. And then they went to 12 and 16s and 20s, and now 410s. It's nuts. 
And I mean, kill them graveyard dead, thirty-five and forty yards. We're patterning this thing, and it is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've hunted uh, a quail, I've hunted pheasants off horseback, but I've never heard of hunting turkey off of horseback. Now you realize that out there in uh, in the mountain country, you got a lot of traveling to do. So I imagine that's probably one of the main reasons why you're riding. It's pretty awesome, man. It's it's a lot easier. You can go a lot of different places and to be honest when you when you come back and you know like michelle shot a bird and you know carrying a 20 or 21 pound bird back it's super nice to just be able to you know tie them to the saddle horn and you know have them tote your shotgun and your backpack and everything else for you now were you guys using decoys and stuff like that yeah i had a uh, montana decoy um, that just folded up that strut gobbler that you just fold up and stick in your backpack. So it was pretty nice. Yeah. So when you guys went out there, I was I was reading online. You like you left at five o'clock in the morning. So pretty. You know, cool mornings. You know, those turkeys have such keen eyesight. When you're setting up, did you have to leave the horses quite a ways back? What'd you guys do? You know, we did. Uh, we just. Uh, you know, and you could get away with a lot horseback with even elk or deer, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, we would tie the horses back and, uh, you know, slip up 100, 150 yards, you know, away from them and, uh, you know, set up and call. So it was, it was a lot of fun, you know, just something, you know, something different, something you don't do every day. So good time. Yeah. Now, uh, were your horses broke to being shot around? Um, yeah, they're pretty dang good. We shoot around them all the time. So it, it uh, you know, we could have shot with them real close by and it wouldn't have freaked them out at all. Fred is like the rooster Cogburn. Yeah. Of uh, the twenties here. I'm <laughs> bad for a one-eyed fat man. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, do you guys, do you guys do a lot of hunting from horseback? You know, we used to do a whole lot and we still do some antelope, um, which is really cool where we use the horses uh, to hide hide behind. Oh, yeah. And literally walk in bow range um, of antelope. So that's really cool. And then, you know, we use them to just get guys into, you know, some rough country. Our oldest, Jeb, and some of the other guys, they'll use the horses to, uh, you know, hunt out of a wall tent up in the wilderness area. And not only does it help them get further in. Uh, without killing themselves, but then it you know it allows them to pack the elk out a lot easier. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to turkey hunting in the mountains, uh, it can be pretty tough because you get a lot of distance, and you talked about riding the horses. But do you find that Miriams are easier to call in than say maybe the Rio or the Eastern? Yeah, I would say they're definitely easier than the Eastern. Um, Rios are, you know, in my opinion, you know, the Rios and the Miriams are probably two of the easier ones. Um, you know, versus that Osceola and the Eastern, they just at they're just usually a smarter bird. They get a lot more pressure usually. So, uh, so yeah, usually our birds up here, we, we get a lot easier hunt out of it than a lot of guys that are hunting Easterns because, uh, it's big country. Birds usually don't get a ton of pressure. And even when we're guiding in the wilderness area, um, if we can find a bird, there's, there's good odds it's going to come in. You bet. Hey, Fred, we got to take a break. Can you stick around for a second part? Yes, sir. Hey, we've been talking with Fred Eichler, and of course, he's the host of Everything Eichler. That's right, Long uh, Miss Michelle and the whole clan, Everything Eichler, Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Fred, before we get to a break to learn about you, all new episodes, Everything Eichler, your partners, I would say where you're going to be, that's just not happening right now. <laughs> uh, where can we find you online? Man, uh, Fred Eichler at Hotmail.com. What's the, uh, if you look up the Fred Eichler fan page, um, it's we've got an Instagram page, Facebook page, Twitter, all that good stuff. And then we've got a YouTube channel that we're starting to put a lot of our adventures on YouTube. Like we're going to, you know, roll Michelle's hunt out there. And then, of course, MOTV 
you know, guys could go on there and see uh, see all the episodes on MOTV as well. See, I you guarantee guys. when he was yelling, he was yelling to Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Sorry, I was yelling, guys. I, my wife knows everything. She pretty much, uh, you know, if I don't know something, I ask her. And if she doesn't know it, she'll fib to me and act like she does. So. <laughs> all right, part two with Fred Eichler. Right after this. <laughs> Let's go shoot our bows and kill some deer. Make some jerky, it'll fill you up. It's called Field to Table. What are you so happy about? The Revolution with Jim and Trav. <laughs> Connect with the boys on social media and at the brand new JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these messages. Hunting teaches us all. Jeff Danker has a deep love of the game. I am so proud, but at the same time, I am so humbled. Experience the wonders of the American outdoors. Fair Chase Hunts, starring everyday people who love the game as much as he does. We're going to cherish this for the rest of our lives. Buck Ventures, Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, only on Sportsman. High Mountain Seasonings has all your spring and summer grilling needs. Specifically designed for game and fish, try our 16 different shaker seasonings and look for our new rub line in the large bottles. Don't forget to try our new finishing sauces. Find us on the web at www.himtnjerky.com or look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. We're discussing wild outdoors on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for hijinks. Now, let's get back to Fred and Michelle Eichler, hosts of Everything Eichler on Sportsman Channel. Sundays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We've been talking wild outdoors on this week's show before the break. We were talking with Fred Eichler about hunting off horseback for turkey in the spring. Yeah, make sure you watch everything Eichler Sportsman Channel Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. You can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with my outdoor TV app. And uh, you can watch all new material on uh, their YouTube channel. How? What is the bear population like right now? Oh, it's crazy. Uh, huge bears. Matter of fact, I just posted up on my Instagram Facebook page the other day. A nearly white cub. Like, it's one of the wow. lightest. Well, I guess you can uh, platinum blonde, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> like my old girlfriend. Well, I'm actually. No, exactly. I'm, I'm impressed. He knows a platinum blonde. I think I would say that. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was a mother. The mother was like a reddish cinnamon, and she had a blonde cinnamon cub and then almost a white cub. Beautiful. Cut it. Caught it on the, one of my self camps that I threw the video up on uh, Instagram. Literally, I think it was uh, three or four days ago. Really cool, though. That's what I was going to say is you've been posting a lot of photos, and it seems like you got a, a decent amount of bears, and they've got some size to them already. Yeah, and that's what's crazy is, you know, these are spring bears, so they're coming out of hibernation, you know, probably 30% lighter than they went into hibernation, and, and they're still humongous. So, you know, kind of like me pre you know, coronavirus and post-coronavirus. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the inter- Except it's a reverse. I didn't lose 30 pounds. I, you know, 30% of my body weight. I gained 30% of my body weight. Well, the interesting part about bears, though, you know, we talk about them being black bears, but you're in a color phase down there, aren't you? We do, and the majority of our bears are color phase. It's difficult to find just a black black bear here. Well, you know... You know, in the I gotta, I gotta tell you guys about a, a show I've got coming out because you guys are gonna flip out. It, it's something we researched and 
uh, as far as I could tell, <clears throat> Howard Hill was the only other one that's done it, and he went to a rod and reel. But I shot a marlin with my bow <laughs> up in this next. Oh, it was sick. We did it like Jaws, where we jugged it with huge jugs. Are you like, joking? We're going to need a bigger boat type thing. So it's going to be on the Sportsman Channel here. Oh, uh, you know, I think in the next run of shows. So it'll be on next month or so. Like, I got me a marlin. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. I had to tell you guys, you got to watch it. Oh it's going to be a riot. What made you do that one? Yeah, dude, that's so... You know, you're, you're sitting there and you're going, man, I love shooting gars and carp. And we were talking about with some of my buddies about like big game bow fishing. And, you know, I've shot sharks and stingrays and all this other stuff. And I was like, a marlin would be awesome. <laughs> so then that started like a, a couple year quest to see, well, one, is it legal? If it's legal, where can you do it? And then how do you do it? And it was nuts. I mean, no, nobody's done that. Howard Hill did it back in, I don't know. Well, Ronald Reagan, I think, was narrating <laughs> um, after he shot it. And I'm like, I want to jug it like Jaws. So it was a whole big, crazy, exciting adventure in Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it was it was a absolute blast. Yeah, Fred kept yelling, we don't have the power. <laughs> mm. No, it was awesome. It was, yeah, it was, there was a little excitement when those jugs go flying out. And then you're freaked out that you're going to get wrapped up in the jugs and drug overboard. And I'm like, well. That's really not a bad way to die. Like, you know, I, I, I don't want to have a heart attack, you know, sitting on the toilet. I'd much rather like a black mamba or, you know, ah, you got drug over the side of a boat by a marlin. That's cool. Well, everyone's yeah, well, looking for that viral moment. Yeah. Well, it'd yeah, be, be bad. you something fun. I just don't want to die and be like, yeah. He Elvis did. That's just not exciting to me. <laughs> Travis oh can't God. breathe here. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. No, what's so cool is with you guys, you're such a tight-knit family, and you go on these, you know, even if it's not what people would think this incredible adventure, you're you always- You make it one. You make it oh. fun, and that is the cool thing about the whole Eichler clan. Well, thank you, guys. It's awesome because we, and we eat dinner- together all the time as a family the kids goof off with us all the time we just like having fun we were all watching movies last night you know we go prairie dog hunting together it's it really is we have a very tight-knit family and it's awesome michelle's amazing that way and and we do we have a we have a good time pretty much whatever we're doing we make a good time out of it well the thing is everything eichler is about everything isn't it yeah that's a good point <laughs> michelle, <laughs> michelle named the show appropriately <laughs> All right, so make sure you watch everything Eichler Sportsman Channel Sundays, 1230 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're not already a huge fan, you are going to be. Uh, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. And again, Mr. Fred, to learn more about you, uh, Mrs. Michelle, your boys, everything Eichler, where do we have to go? Fred Eichler fan page on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we also have a YouTube channel. Well, we put up all kinds of cool stuff, not only Michelle's recipes, but also some of the uh, adventure stuff like slapping bears on the butts and leopard charts, all the crazy stuff. <laughs> that was the fabulous Fred Eichler. And, of course, coming up next is Tim McWelch, author and survival expert at Advanced Survival Training. That's right. Mr. Fred, you are so awesome. We love you. God bless you, buddy. Hey, thank you, guys. You guys be safe. And uh, hope I wasn't. Uh, hope I didn't get off on a tangent too much on the Marlin. I just thought it was kind of crazy in a show that people might enjoy. <laughs> 
This is Bunny's off-roading tips are brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. An off-road challenge. What better way to get out and shake off the coronavirus lockdown than to do some back-road four-wheeling on your ATV or side-by-side? If you ride a Yamaha YXZ, Wolverine, or Grizzly, be sure to mark your calendar for Yamaha's third annual Extreme Terrain Challenge, or XTR Challenge. This three-day event, October 2nd through 4th, at the famous Loretta Lynn Ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee, offers formidable off-road trails and obstacles that put riders and their vehicles to the ultimate test. Check out ExtremeTerrainChallenge.com for more details and registration information, and YamahaOutdoors.com for a look at Yamaha's complete ATV and side-by-side lineup. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. They may be Insta-famous. I developed Instagram to post my outdoor lifestyle. But can they hunt? I walk in. I just go straight into a competition. To win for a lover likes, you get points by doing challenges and the biggest buck by score. Let the Hunter Games begin and may the best woman win. Jordan is my thing. Makes me so angry. For lover likes, <laughs> Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Turn it back up again. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we talk wild outdoors. Now, here's a man you definitely want on speed dial during a global pandemic. Mr. Tim McWelsh, author and survival expert at Advanced Survival Training. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Hey, we're back. We're talking wild outdoors in this week's show. Before the break, we were talking everything Eichler. Those guys are great. Yeah! But our next guest, I mean, he's a writer. Uh, he's also a uh, survivalist. But uh, somebody said, why? And he said, why not? He said, do you want to die? And I said, uh, why not? <laughs> I don't like to read, but your books are good. Anyways, just now joining us is our resident survival expert. That is Mr. Tim McWelch. He is smart. He can tie knots and nothing could kill this man. He is also an author. I should say that. And a survival expert at advanced survival training. Mr. Tim, how's it going today, buddy? Going great. I- I'm-, I'm glad. To have a chance to speak with uh, Jim and Trav again, we kind of shunned you for a while. Yes, it I was got shunned. You know, <laughs> as it happens, uh, the, there was that milking incident in the Hobbit village. And, you know, I just I, I, get, I get shunned sometimes. <laughs> I always like when the story starts off. There was a milking incident. <laughs> you hear a lot of those. Okay, so Mr. Tim, kind of interesting. First of all, we have all of your books. You have a brand new book out called How to Tie Knots. Now, this is something, it kind of piques everyone's interest because there is a knot for everything out there. You know, like Jimbo says, I'm a knot head. But when you're doing things, specific knots correlate to those projects. And you have an awesome detailed book on how to tie knots, don't you? I do. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. So the uh, the new book, uh, the new book that's coming out this spring, we actually did it with a British publishing company. Um, so this was a, a new publisher for me. And uh, got to work with some great new people who had wonderful accents. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I love talking to you guys on the phone more than anyone else on earth. But they were a close second. When you held the um, phone, did you hold your pinky up? 
<laughs> no, no, but um, but I, I I tried to call cookies biscuits and spell <laughs> everything with an extra U. Um, so, yeah. but, uh, All right. So yeah. now, interesting. You've been writing uh, blogs a lot, and I don't know if is anyone has heard of it. There's something called like uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus running around. Uh, there's pretty nasty stuff, right? And you know survival really comes to mind and this is where you shine but you were you know Jimbo and I have this big difference in in I wouldn't say hygiene but in germ he wants and me to shower all the time I'm a germaphobe <laughs> and you wrote an awesome blog okay and this is something that I've been doing long before coronavirus is when we go to town we buy groceries, we take it out of the bags, we disinfect, let everything dry before we put it away, we wash our clothes. And you wrote a blog about this, and you detailed exactly what I like to do, man. That's great. It's a great mind to take a like, baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> but this is essential. I mean, it really is, isn't it? It is. It is. And, and you know what? Everybody and their monkey's uncle with a Twitter account is kicking out tips and tricks and and what they think you should do and, and what vitamins to take and products to buy and all that kind of stuff. And it's hard to sift through all that and, and find the little gems. And so what, what you noticed that I was talking about, this is the, this is the kind of stuff that, that people do need to be doing. You know, it's just above average levels of thoughtfulness and protection from different cross-contamination just in your in your lifestyle, in your shopping, in your travels, you know, and, and the folks that are essential and still working, you know, these are the folks that are the most at risk. And, and so they're they're out and about like normal, but it's not normal. And, and I don't know when it's going to be normal again. So I think these extra measures of, of disinfecting the products we bring home and just being cautious about, you know, what we're touching and how we're touching it and you know, all those other things, they, they really do matter now more than ever. Yeah. Now, the uh, coronavirus is like the uh, virus du jour. All right. It's the one of the day. Now, the thing <laughs> is, there are a lot of pathogens out there that can kill you just as fast and quickly and efficiently as a corona, right? Oh, yeah. Or, or, or you know, I, I've talked about this with, with some of my students. This is actually not such a bad organism. And let me pause here and explain that. There are much worse organisms which could have spread across the globe. Just a couple of years ago, you guys rem may remember the Ebola scare. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. There were folks that brought Ebola back to our homeland, back to the United States, from their service work in Africa. And thankfully, that got contained. Folks understood the peril and, and you know locked it down, and, and they were able to contain that. So it wasn't even really an outbreak. There was a scary little blip on the radar. And so there are far nastier diseases out there in the world that, that have the potential to become a pandemic. And a pandemic is something that, that is global in reach. You know, an outbreak, that's like, hey, our town, everybody's sick in our town. You know, mm -hmm. that's, that's a very localized problem. An epidemic, that's when a problem reaches a, a regional level. And so that's like, oh, man, everybody in this country is, is becoming sick. And then the pandemic is the next step up from that. It's jumped out of one country into many other countries. And that's the nature of a pandemic. It's a global disease outbreak. Um, a lot of folks keep throwing around the, the term new normal. Oh, this is the new normal. You know, we have to socially distance and work from home and, you know, not, not go anywhere and, and, and do this and that and the other. 
I don't like that term anymore. And so I, I don't know when we're going to have big gatherings like sporting events. And I don't know when we're going to you know, be able to go to music festivals. And, you know, you just think about everybody touching that vile Porta John door handle mm, at yeah. a big event. We can't do it anymore. You know, it was gross before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. Before. <laughs> now it'll kill you. And, and so I don't know how, how we can go backwards in time. Here's something comforting, though, for you. Change is the only constant in nature. We are the we are the animal that can live anywhere. You know, we're not some little micro-focused creature that can only live in a certain climate. There are human beings all over this planet now, even under the ocean. You know, the sailors and submarines and, and, and people all over the place. So we were able to adapt to all these different environments and changing circumstances. And, and so that's something that I think we all need to just pause and, and consider is that these gifts that have come down to us, you know, through our lineage, through our, through our heritage, we have a lot of stuff going for us that, that we may not stop and appreciate. You bet. And adaptability is the crown jewel of that collection. You bet. Hey, that's a word oh, to the wise. I yeah. think that's sufficient. I think Jim lost his hey! words. <laughs> We've been talking with Tim McWelch. I'm tied Jimbo. It's tied in a granny, though. All right, so we got to get to a break. Uh, before we do, though, Mr. Tim, to learn more about you in your new book, How to Tie Knots, where can we find you online? So these uh, these blogs and emails you so kindly mentioned, uh, if folks want to follow me on Facebook, on Twitter, or on Instagram, look up Tim McWelch and look up Advanced Survival Training on Instagram. So folks can, can follow me there, and you can also find out more about my classes at advancedsurvivaltraining.com. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Danny Vries. He's the host of Origins. It's very applicable to this conversation. Uh, that is Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. But this has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. They're standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, uh, memorable stuff, and a face mask. Did you see they're giving a whole bunch of face masks away? Johnny That's, Morris made him in his basement. Johnny is amazing. <laughs> uh, visit them online at Cabela's and BassProShops.com. Mr. Tim, you are so awesome. God bless you. Thank you for everything you do. Same to you guys. Thank you for everything. Dear Venison, we're so lost without you. We're all out of venison. We're so lost without it. I know you were right. Believing in the rut. Hooked up to the World Wide Web. Your outdoor place in cyberspace. What computers are for? JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will continue next. It's as real as it gets. Country music's brightest stars invite you into their homes for an intimate live performance. Host Nick Hoffman and Mary O'Neill Phillips take you up close and personal with an inside look at the outdoor passions of the biggest names in country music. Featuring the music of hitmakers John Langston, Kaylee Hammock, Travis Denning, Jordan Davis, and Brandon Lay. Country Outdoors Live, Fridays at 7 Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help Help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. We're discussing wild outdoors this week. So you thought you could just come in here and throw down on our turn? Now, please welcome Mr. Danny DeVries, host of Origins on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking wild outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, we had Tim McWelch. But our next guest, man, he can catch anything. Our next guest, Jimbo, thought he actually founded DeVry Institute. <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVries, he's the host of Origins. Gotta watch it on Sportsman Channel Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. This man, he slays the bass every single day of the week. Mr. Danny, how's it going, buddy? Oh, man, fantastic. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's just a real pleasure to be on this show with you guys. Yeah. Now, we're in the, in the springtime of the year, and, uh, of course, anybody knows anything about bass fishing, especially smallmouth i mean they thrive in that cooler water uh, how'd you do this weekend on lake powell you know this weekend on lake powell was absolutely unreal we have a new class of fish coming up that's just bigger and better meaner more aggressive than i've seen in my entire time here on lake powell we went out and we slayed two and a half three pound average which for the great lakes and stuff like that doesn't seem like a very big smallmouth but for out west here on this Colorado Channel Lake if you're not on Habitu you're on Mead or Powell one of these giant bodies of water three pound fish is huge it's a big smallmouth and we just slayed them we knocked the pants off of them hundreds of fish over the weekend it was just absolutely fantastic phenomenal everything's fat healthy I've got clawdads and shad all over my boat because they're just gorging on anything in sight and it was just perfect water temperature, 57 to 63 degrees all weekend long. Unreal. Yeah, it's kind of like hunting. You know, before that hunting season's open, you have all your scouting done, everything in place. And so you want to back off to minimize the pressure. And due to COVID-19, I'm so tired of hearing about it, uh, a lot of lakes and bodies of water have been shut down. Now, you're saying they're kind of opening it back up uh, around Lake Powell in that area. Do you think that little transition time where there was a downturn in fishing pressure, did that really help the bite? Oh, 100%. We had the lake shut down for the past two weeks, and Arizona Game and Fish um, worked together with the National Park Service here to get it open on weekends only. So we can't go out for the first morning bite. We can't go out until 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock at night. It's day use only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But two weeks of no pressure and changing weather conditions – some of them have spawned. Some of them are still spawning. I think this is going to be a big factor in the next few years for all reservoirs that are shut down during this spawn time, for the ones that are spawning, where you're going to see more fish. But this is also going to play into, is there going to be enough bait to sustain the new population of fish 
that survived and were able to spawn throughout this downtime because you got two weeks of prime spawn in the West out here. There's a lot of fish that haven't been messed with. They're not being moved around in tournaments or anything. And so we might have a whole new class of fish coming up, a whole new set of numbers coming out in the next, you know, even this fall can be absolutely fantastic. So having that downtime for two weeks uh, because of this COVID stuff, it was unreal. I mean, you couldn't make a wrong cast. Every single cast you were catching or getting bit on something. It was fantastic. Absolutely unreal. Yeah. Now, the thing is, if it's true on Lake Powell, what you're saying, then it really has to be pretty much true all across the United States that when this thing opens, it ought to be some fantastic fishing. And also, I have to ask you, what baits were you catching on? You said they were regurgitating crawfish and so forth. What pattern did you use as bait? I was using a few primary baits. I was using a KVD Magic Ocho Wacky Rig and Weightless. And for the spooky fish, Lake Powell's super clear. You can see down to 40 feet, no problem. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's also a reservoir that's, you know, 400 feet deep at its deepest. So tons of deep water, clear water, really light line, far cast. Throwing that Ocho um, and the KVD Magic color was the ticket for the smallmouth. And then... When they were on beds, I would switch to a natural jig color because it is so clear. and You don't know how much pressure, how many other guys have fished that bank right before you because it fish is small. You know, 5% of the lake holds fish. 95% of it is just deep canyon. So there's a lot of recycled water. So I was throwing a natural crawdad jig. It's a structured jig from Strike King, and that's by far my favorite jig to throw on western waters. The design on that head, you can just feel so much underwater. It's just, it's kind of like having a set of eyes at the end of your line. And I was throwing a new tour line from Strike King because we have quagga mussels out here and they have been wreaking havoc on the light line presentation. Well, this new tour line from Strike King, I was throwing 17 pound uh, fluorocarbon and it is fantastic for navigating around those muscle beds and not getting hung up or snapped off when you set the hook. Then we, we had the finicky fish, the really, really finicky fish. I busted out the Ned Rig, and Ned Rig is not really as popular out west here on Lake Powell um, as a lot of other places. But throwing that Rage Ned Bug in the Bamacraw color, it's a really small profile. If we had bass that could see our boat because we were right next to them and there was a little bit of breeze on the water, we had to be close to them, I would throw that thing right on top of them, and before it hit the bottom, they would just devour it. And they wouldn't, like, hit it and spit it like most bedded fish. They'd hit it, choke it down, and start swimming for deeper water like they're regularly feeding. So between the um, the Bamacraw, Nedbug from Strike King, the KVD Magic, Ocho, and then uh, Denny Brower Structure Jig, and I was just throwing a uh, green pumpkin rodent on the back of that, that was unreal. Weekend. Yeah, Mr. Danny DeVries, he is the host of Origin Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you fished uh, the Bassmaster Opens for a while. I uh, have a lot of experience in the outdoors. You do a lot of hunting, do a little fishing. Tell us about Origins, man. Great show. Uh, what can we expect from this season? And give us kind of the rundown. Yeah, so this season we have a lot of do-it-yourself, figure-it-out, hog-knock hunting, archery hunting. And that's Really what I like to do, uh, that's my favorite thing to do, is to do spot and stock with mule deer. We've got a lot of that. Uh, my daughter, 10 years old last year, she's on the show with her first antlerless uh, mule deer. Oh, here cool. In Arizona, which that's also a draw tag. 
And we got our turkey the day before, so she had a blast. We had a blast on that really fun uh, family episode. And then we've got a lot of really good fishing content of western waters from anything from wintertime fishing, summertime topwater patterns on western lakes like Lake Powell, jig fishing, pre-spawn jig fishing, kind of breaking down the structure on muddy waters and jig fishing. We kind of have a little bit of everything. We even go to the ocean and go rock fishing for fish tacos for oh. a few days in oh. San Diego, which that's always a fun trip. We try and do that every year. But this season, we have a lot of stuff from San Diego to Arizona, Nebraska, pretty much all over the board is what you can expect from the show. Hey, we've been talking with Danny DeVries. He's the host of Origins. That's a great show. And uh, we've got a whole lot more show coming up. That's right. Uh, make sure you watch Origins Sportsman Channel Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, Mr. Danny, to learn more about you, your partners, upcoming episodes, all that good stuff, just to pick your brain, man. Get some hunting tips. Get some fishing tips. Where can we find you online, buddy? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Both of those are at Dapper Danny D or originsusa.tv for Facebook, or you can find us on originsusa.tv online, or they can look us up on Instagram and Facebook as well. We're pretty active with that, and I like engaging with people who, who share the same passion as us, and that's kind of a tribal community of the outdoors. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Pay some bills. We'll be right back. That's right. This has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. And again, it makes you watch Origins. Fantastic show. Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Danny, man, God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. We'll have to do it again sometime. Mrs. Bunny's Wild Game Grilling Tips are brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Bear ham. Despite what you may have heard, bear meat is delicious and likely one of the most overlooked red meats. There are endless ways to prepare bear. However, one that you may not have considered is bear ham or bacon. Using a bone-in bear ham, trim it well and remove the fat cap. Then, in a large plastic container, submerge your bear in a brine of one gallon of water, one cup of tender quick, two cups of brown sugar, and a quarter cup of pickling spices. Allow your bear ham to sit in the brine at a rate of one day per pound. At the end of that period, take your bear ham out, rinse it with cold water, pat it dry, and then smoke it at a low temperature until it reaches 155 degrees internally. Check out HighMountainJerky.com where you can pick up loads of great seasonings and kits to make all of your wild game dishes more delicious. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? It's the revolution with Jim and Trav. And if you think they're annoying on the air, then you totally have to see the craziness on social media. And definitely check out the piece of crap website, JimandTrav.com. And if you're still not scared away, stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these messages. Introducing the new Yamaha XTR line of ATV and side-by-side vehicles, specifically designed for conquering extreme terrain. Now available at YamahaOutdoors.com. All XTR models are adventure-ready and come standard with exclusive off-road features like a factory-installed worn wench, special edition paint with color-matched wheels, and aggressive terrain tires. These special edition models include the Grizzly XTR, the Wolverine X2 XTR, the Wolverine X4 XTR, and the YXZ1000R SS XTR, plus the 
entire XTR line features Yamaha's reputation for durability and reliability and are assembled in the USA. See the new XTR line today at YamahaOutdoors.com. The Yamaha XTR line, designed and built for unmatched proven off-road capability so you can realize your adventure. ATVs are recommended only for use by those age 16 years and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and the product warning labels before operation. If you can dream it, Backyard Ready can help you do it. With expert tips, product reviews, and trend-setting new ideas in outdoor living. It's all at GameAndFishMag.com slash Backyard. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. Look, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Of course, we had Mrs. Bunny on the show. Yes, we did. Also, Fred Eichler, Tim McWelch, and... What's his name, DeVries? Danny DeVries. <laughs> oh, what's his face? The college guy. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, good tips this week. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank our uh, affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny and all the folks here at The Revolution. Bingo. Mrs. Bunny, last word. Uh, JimandTrav.com. Go there. Check out this week's show, all the articles, uh, all the audio. Um, give it a listen. That's a good idea. Jimbo says, yeah. All right. I say get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you. Just do it at a distance. You know, don't give your kids affection and hug them. It's a bad no. thing right now. No, uh, instead, spray them with tick repellent yep. and get out there. And hammer home firearm safety. That is essential. It goes well with dinner. Uh, just always talk about firearm safety and uh, recreate outdoors. Right, Jimbo? That's right. Jimbo agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We do have to get to a break. We will return it next week, boys and girls. Peace out. We love you. We hope you stay healthy. Happy, strong, something like that. All right, God bless America. God bless you. Peace out.